0: Welcome back language lovers. Thanks for tuning in. The previous episode number 54 was about the Uglish.
1: Chance you'll find examples of native speakers saying it on Uglish. If you're ever not sure, go to Uglish
0: and hear 25
1: different people pronouncing the
0: word. In this episode of My From podcast, I'm gonna present three vocabulary-based podcasts which I dig a lot. So if you are a word nerd of its sort, this podcast might be the right thing.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Nick from Nick's Knack for Neologisms, a podcast dedicated to learning advanced English words. In each episode, we cover,
2: oh, maybe around three words or so. I felt the need to drastically increase my own vocabulary, so I started producing the Just Vocabulary podcast to improve my own
3: English. Hello there, this is Sam, and this is episode 106 of the Victor Prep vocab podcast.
0: Every three of the presented podcasts has its own character. To be honest, listen to vocab podcasts is probably not the most effective approach to learn words, but I don't intend to improve my English skills in a specific period of time, Let's say I don't want to learn in 30 days. I don't want to master the English in three months and so on. No, I'm in no rush. And for me, it's just a hobby. And I really enjoy to listen to those kind of shows. So, so this particular episode focuses on these three shows and is not meant to cover the topic in itself if it is wise to use those podcasts or how you can get the best out of listening to them. No, I will save that for another episode, I guess. This time it's just I introduced three vocabulary podcasts. But now, without any further ado, let's head to the first podcast.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Nick from Nick's Knack for Neologisms, a podcast dedicated to learning advanced English words. In each episode, we cover, oh, maybe around three words or so. For instance, we might cover the words demagogue, corroborate, and mercurial. And then we go through their definitions while listening to real life examples of people using the words on YouTube. So if you enjoy learning new and difficult words, we'd love to have you come over and check out our podcast over on iTunes at Nick's Knack for Neologisms. And I think the easiest way to find it is to go to iTunes and type in GRE podcast GRE podcast into the iTunes search bar, and it should pull up our episodes. So thanks so much, Daniel, for this opportunity. Let's get back to my fluent podcast.
0: Thank you, Nick, for your introduction to Nick's snack for neologism. And, and neologism, this is a cool word. So neologism means the coining or use of new words. So every word we use at one time or another, probably way back, was once a neologism. So a good example is the word Google. This is a technology neologism. When we use an online search engine as the basis for looking up information on the World Wide Web, we just say we will Google it. Nick is a word nerd and presents three advanced English words per episode. Even he gave already an example or two. I want to give you some more. Florid,
1: vitiate, and usury. Epitome, blasphemy, jubilant, and renege. Zealous, rectify, spurious, and hedonist. Occlude, reunite, and opprobrium. Replete, belie, filibuster, and terse.
0: So, this is pretty tough stuff, difficult vocabulary. But don't worry, don't worry, because Nick gives a lot of good explanations and he implements little. Quizzes in his podcast.
1: An easy way for us to remember this word is to think of nihilism and annihilate. They sound very similar and someone who is nihilistic might very well be interested in annihilating the entire world. Additionally, both these words share the same word root, nihil, or nihil, which means nothing. So we might think of nihilism as nothingness, and the verb annihilate as bringing something to nothingness. Annihilate and nihilism. All right, help me answer this question. Which leader might be considered nihilistic? Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, or Adolf Hitler? Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, or Adolf Hitler. Hitler would most likely be considered nihilistic because he had a philosophy in favor of death and destruction.
3: A child of despairing modernity, Albert Camus accepts that all our lives are absurd in the grandest scheme, but unlike some philosophers, he ends up resisting utter hopelessness
0: or nihilism. And every episode he puts other music in it and it's just great. It's the combination, it's vocabulary, it's his explanations and all the music and the audio bits, which makes it really fun.
1: Is it wrong to use rap music in a vocabulary podcast? That's what we need to decide.
0: Yes, ready? Yes, ready? Yes, ready? If you think about the bottom of the hierarchy is antipathy or you annoy me, all right, that's kind of where we're starting from. We're all irritated and annoyed with each other. You might find other people make you really hostile or angry. So the move is from antipathy to apathy. That would actually be a step forward. Hello
1: and welcome to Nick's Snack for Neologisms episode.
3: Caskets of buried jewels, chests of ingots, and barrels of outlandish coins seem to court him from their concealment and supplicate him to relieve them from their untimely graves every good and perfect gift
1: comes from him. he wants us to beg he wants us to supplicate he wants us to come he wants us to ask does he not tell us over and over and over and over again they put him out of their lives now that they've got problems now that the difficulties have come now they're crying out now they there's all the supplication for for someone to intervene
3: Studies suggest that women are better at forgiving.
2: Why is that exactly? Is it that women have had to forgive? Studies of history and literary analyses of supplication and apology. Western culture often connects women with forgiveness and expectations
3: that women will perform emotional labor.
1: So those are our three words, egregious, indelible, and supplicate.
0: So this was Nick's neck for Neologism. And now let's get over to the next vocab podcast. It's the Victor Prep podcast by Sam. Victor Prep isn't only intended for those studying for the GRE or SAT, but also for people who enjoy learning and especially those who want to improve their English skills. So what he does is basically he gives explanations about the word he is covering in his episode. He gives synonyms, antonyms, and it's all about you to make it stick better so that you are prepared for your SAT or GRE test. Some trivia here. Why it is called Victor Prep? You can listen up.
3: Welcome to the first episode of the Victor Prep Vocal Podcast. I'm Sam. I'm going to be the host of this podcast, and let's start with why it's called Victor Prep. Well, first of all, the podcast needed a name, and I decided to call it Victor Prep because Victor means a person who defeats an enemy or opponent, and I think a lot of the people who will listen to this podcast are taking some exam like the SAT or the GRE or maybe some other test or some other exam that requires good English skills, good vocabulary, and they want to beat it. So why not call it Victor Prep? Because together we are going to beat something, <laughs> whatever it ends up being.
0: So this was an excerpt from the Victor Prep that was recorded back in 2014. And even if Victor Prep has no music in it or audio samples or the like, to make it more engaging, it's always a pleasure to listen to Sam on his show. I really like his approach, even though it's a vocabulary podcast. I mean, you don't make a connotation to action or super interesting stuff when you hear about vocabulary podcasts, don't you? Well, maybe I'm just uh, a nerd, (laughs) I don't know. But in any case, it doesn't feel contrived at all. It's mostly because Sam talks about himself too, and from time to time he giggles, and he's just being natural, you know? I guess it's also because he had to go through this, I mean, he had to learn all these words, and obviously he did that well, and he had a lot of pleasure while learning, that comes through, that shines through on the podcast. Unfortunately, the last episode, 109, was published in December 2018. The episodes are between 9 and 14 minutes long, by the way. But Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, I have no clue why Sam suddenly stopped producing episodes. So, Sam, if you're listening to this, please come back and continue with the fabulous Victor Prep podcast. Thank you. (laughs) And apparently I am not the only one who is over the moon about this podcast. I'm going to show you or I'm going to read out loud some reviews that I... I could read on iTunes, so in January 2020, God Samit wrote, "Ah, I love this podcast, hello from 2020, I love this podcast, I'm using it in conjunction with my flashcards, I'm a big verbal person, so this helps a ton, I also have a very real sapiosexual crush on Sam's voice, (laughs) okay and jade29 wrote in january 2020 so helpful i am preparing for the GRE and this podcast allows me to study anytime and anywhere it's really helped expand my vocabulary thanks sam okay in the beginning i showed you an excerpt from his podcast from 2014 and to be fair I will show you a newer episode from 2018. In fact, that was his second last episode. And he talks about wizened bird wizards. Every time I've
3: encountered this, it's it's always a wizened old man. I don't know why it's never a wizened old woman. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying anything by that. I mean, anyone can be shriveled or wrinkled with age, regardless of gender. But for some reason, this is... <laughs> Almost always used for for an old man, and sometimes it's used for wizards, (laughs) Um, like the archetypal Gandalf type wizard with a long grey beard and and wrinkles. So, wizened to mean wrinkled with age, someone extremely old looking. Now, wizened. What's interesting about it? There isn't really a negative connotation there. It's just descriptive. In in fact, it might. It might also be more slightly positive than it is than it is negative. There are some words which have a slightly more negative sound to them, like shriveled up.
0: All right, and now let's move on to the next podcast called Just Vocabulary Podcast. And you know what? Why not just letting the host, called Jan, himself say a few words to his amazing podcast
2: hello daniel thank you for your work with the my fluent podcast and thank you for your invitation to present my show to your audience just like you english is my second language i emigrated from the netherlands to south africa when i was 24 that's now 16 years ago and i felt the need to drastically increase my own vocabulary So I started producing the Just Vocabulary podcast to improve my own English. And the show format is quite simple. Every day, I share two advanced English words that I found whilst watching a movie or listening to an audiobook. And then I first give the examples, um, example sentences of the word. And then after that, I give the full definition. This way, you get more of a gist of the feeling, a feeling for the word. Uh, that way, you, um, you get teased into thinking about what it could mean. If I can find a famous quote with a particular word, that's a bonus. So you learn not only English words, but also valuable insights from people like Theodore Roosevelt to Steve Jobs, from Carl Sagan to Neil deGrasse Tyson. All the words from the podcast can also be practiced using our flashcards. And I think flashcards are really the best tool to memorize the words. I love making the podcast and I learn by teaching. I hope your listeners find my approach to learning new words useful. And again, thank you for the invitation. All the best with the My Fluent podcast. And um, greetings from a Dutch podcaster from Cape Town to you in Switzerland and your listeners across the world. Let's continue with the MyFluent podcast.
0: This was Jan from the chest Vocabulary podcast. Thanks a lot for the greetings, Jan. And wow, just amazing. Jan learns by teaching to others. I really find it a great, great idea. That way you are consistent with your learning and at the same time can give his experience away. But let's see and let's listen to, to about one half of his episode how he goes about one vocabulary word
2: hello and welcome back to just vocabulary my name is jan and this is episode 782 every day i share two english words to improve your english vocabulary and then i quiz you on one of our previous words today's two words are gumption the noun gumption and savvy And we're going to start with our first word, gumption. It means wisdom or determination. First some examples and then the full definition of the word. The success of this business is due in large part to the CEO's gumption as a leader. Gumption. It's very easy to forgive others their mistakes. It takes more grit and gumption to forgive them for remarking on your mistakes. Gumption. John always knew he possessed the gumption needed to succeed in this difficult business. Gumption. It's an interesting word. It's spelled G-U-M-P-T-I-O-N. Gumption. What does it mean? Gumption means good common sense and practical judgment and the courage and determination to take action. To say that someone has gumption, that means that the person demonstrates self-motivation and initiative to succeed. Gumption also denotes courage and the will to stand up and do what is right. So if you have gumption, you have guts. People with gumption are determined and full of courage and common sense too. If you easily give up and don't have a lot of confidence, then you are lacking in gumption it takes gumption to get things done especially difficult things having gumption is the same as um, gutspa having gutspa uh, some synonyms sense wisdom determination or fortitude and some antonyms stupidity or cowardice all right let's move on to our next word. And that's the adjective.
0: Compared to the previous two podcasts, the Just Vocabulary podcast gives you way more possibilities in terms of the amount of episodes at your disposal. What I mean by that is, with more than 780 episodes, you'll have access to a ton of vocabulary to work on. Well, to be fair here, I have to admit that not all of them are for free. I checked it on Stitcher. Over there, you have access to the Just Vocabulary Podcast episodes number 675 to 785. So a bit more than 100 episodes. And you may buy... By buying the previous episodes, you contribute towards the production costs of the show. And you support the show. Well, it makes sense to me. For example, on his website, for 600 episodes, you'll have to pay 25 bucks. That's a reasonable price to me. According to Jan's website, if you can't afford to purchase, Jan will still want to offer ESL students to download the shows for free. In that case, you can contact the host by mail. So this podcast, again, focuses on SAT and GRE vocabulary. And this podcast is kept rather short. So this one is great if you really want to have access to lots of vocabulary and if you want to cram lots of different words. All right. So the next thing I want to discuss is... I've set up a list of podcasts that are focusing on vocabulary. I originally wanted to talk way more different podcasts, but I've decided to just focus on three of them. But on this new list that I have created, you'll find way more vocabulary-based podcasts. And you find that list on my show notes, or you can head over to podchaser.com. Or you just can type in in the search bar vocabulary podcast and then you'll see my list over there. So to wrap this episode up I want to give you a short recap. We talked about Nick's snack for neologism where you get fancy music, very cool narrator, excellent explanations and this is my all-time favorite vocab podcast. Second podcast was the Victor Prep from the great host called Sam, Sam Fo. So it's a British English podcast. The host also very sympathetic. Unfortunately, there are no new episode produced. The last one was back in 2018. Then third one with another approach, the chest vocabulary podcast and it is incredible how he could manage to produce in that consistent way. Well I couldn't and for instance Nick's Snack for neologism couldn't either because he is not that consistent. <laughs> and for he is a non-native, it's just amazing how well he speaks. Jan you have all my respects and and I guess it's exactly what I wanna reach. I want to boost my English to the next level. I hope you could enjoy this episode of My Fluent Podcast. A big shout-out goes to Nick and Jan. They both were willing to record a small introduction of their podcasts for My Fluent Podcast. Keep up the good work. Alright, if you have any suggestions or tips how I could improve My Fluent Podcast, just send me an email to myfluentpodcast at gmail.com. I have... I also have a Facebook group called English Podcasts. If you want to be part of this group, feel free to join the group English Podcasts over there on Facebook. I'm your host, Daniel Goodson. Have a good one.
3: Together, we are going to beat (laughs) something, whatever ends up being.
0: Just a quick note here. We have good news. The Victor Prep has published a new episode. On the first of March. So it's it's really funny because when I was recording the part about the Victor rep, prep that was in February, and even though I haven't published it, it seems that Sam <laughs> could hear my message, could receive my message where I begged him to come back and publish. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Bye.